0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Yes, a Stripper Podcast. Today's episode is formatted slightly differently, and I'm going to set this up for you right now, right here. So a while back, I was asked to do a YouTube video about strippers by this group and brand called Jubilee, and I highly encourage you to watch the video in its entirety um, either before or after listening to this podcast. And you can go to YouTube and just type in the words Jubilee Stripper and it will pop up. It's titled, Do All Strippers Think the Same? And the idea of this was they put six of us in a room and on lines, and in on, a, lines on a floor in the room and all the lines said disagree, agree, strongly disagree, strongly agree, etc., when they asked us questions, and we were supposed to walk on to these different lines and say whether or not we agreed with or disagreed with. One of the dancers there in particular, her name is Celeste. Her and I butted heads a lot. Turns out she's a baby stripper, and I'm a veteran stripper. So our ideals are quite different from each other's. Long story short, the responses to my responses on that video were very negative by the people watching on YouTube there are a ton of horrible horrible negative comments about me specifically and then these people started reaching out to Celeste and telling Celeste you're so great and AM is basically terrible and Celeste didn't feel right about that and she didn't feel right about the comments and she reached out to me and we had a phone conversation and we decided to do this podcast for a couple reasons one We both still have respect for each other even though we come from different places. And that's something that you don't get on the video. That's something that was edited out. And two, we really wanted to show people what it's like to kind of come to the table and agree to disagree. To still respect each other's differences. And to also respect each other's space and respect each other's story. And I'd like to give a lot of props to Celeste for having the courage to reach out to me, a complete stranger... And to have this conversation. And also for being so extremely vulnerable on this show. And as you listen through, you're going to notice that she's also sort of still working things out. And the fact that she shows her vulnerability and the and, and shows that she's working things out. I just feel like so many people could learn from her. And, and she's just so humble. Um, and she humbled me. And I'm extremely grateful to have had this conversation, which is kind of a personal conversation also. And we wanted to share this with the public and we wanted to share this with you. And we also wanted to share it for all of the people that were in the comments on that video saying very, very horrible things about me personally, that there's a backstory to everything. Um, And that, you know, the media does a really good job of editing things. So always keep an open mind when you're watching others and you don't have the full story. You're going to see slash hear some clips from the video itself as we dissect what we talked about. Without further ado, please listen to this amazing conversation between myself and my new friend Celeste. Hi. I'm so
1: excited to talk to you. I feel like we have so much to talk about. I know by a little bit, but yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes.
0: So Celeste and I both got cast for this show and we mm-hmm. had, we disagreed. A lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about that?
1: Um. Well, at first I was kind of upset, like how how can she tell me like, you know, it's, it's natural. I feel like any times any, anybody disagrees with anyone. It's like, wait, no, it's not like that. It's mm-hmm. like, it's my way or the highway. Type of le- yeah. Um, I thought that maybe you, I, I wasn't able to speak on your experiences and I wasn't really able to relate to your experiences because like we live different lives and I, I had, um, like like for example the dj the dj uh, the question about the dj like oh, i've never had that happen to me
0: in this clip they asked us whether or not to agree or disagree on the following statement sexual harassment comes with the job and i didn't like Celeste's response dot dot
2: dot for example the dj's that that we have sometimes they're like really touchy with the girls and if you're not the type of girl that likes to get touched then you tell them no like they won't put you on stage and they will skip you and they will put girls ahead of you so it's either you're going to really tip them and I tend to like tip them a lot yeah and I always I have always like kind of bumped heads with some of the DJs because of that I mean it's wrong and then sometimes like the customers are really and I was like but but it
1: happens and and I feel like like you said, um, it's not only at the in the strip clubs. It's it's even outside of work that that people get um, sexually assaulted. Like yep. you know, and mm-hmm. and it's really that that's good a, that's a big deal too. And it's just so much like so. It's it was just all over the place. I want to address something that I had said about being forty, sixty years old, and I want to genuinely apologize for that. Like. From the bottom of my heart, I feel like it was just so ignorant of me to say that. At the moment, when, when I was answering that question regarding, like, my daughter, I had my daughter in my head and all the bad experiences. And you know what? It's not just bad experiences, though, because I feel like at the club, um, now, since quarantine, I'm like, I miss it. I miss going and dancing. I miss it, throwing money at me. And I miss, like, like working out on a way, too. Like, I drink and I get paid. Like, I miss it it and I feel like I took it for granted and and um it's just there's so many like negative lighting on it too but I I do want to apologize for that and and if anything there's girls that freaking kill me like that have beautiful bodies and they are like 40 50 60 years old and it's crazy and they'll make more money than the younger girls that come in it's crazy and I just I wanted to apologize for that. I feel like that was very ignorant of me. To the, have thing said is, that.
0: the thing is, is like, we've all been there at one point in our lives. Like a lot of us, we're conditioned, we're conditioned from a very young age to believe that you can only be sexy if you're within a certain age bracket and that yeah. and that it, it's wrong to sexualize a woman In her 40s and 50s and 60s because they're aging out and and we're we're trained as as young children to believe that and so it takes time and experience to be able to unlearn that and like be exposed to the reality which is it's for everybody And,
1: and i kind of pictured myself like Am I gonna be doing it for that long? And you know what? If I am doing it for that long, that would be like so freaking cool because that means that I'm I'm confident, and that at that point I don't even give a shit, and I'm gonna be making like you know um money. But it was just it's kind of different when you when you have like when you're a parent and you're thinking about oh my my daughter could possibly do this, and and she, what if she decides to do it at like. 50 60 she's still she's dancing and i don't know it's different it's just different because i i put my bad experiences then i just kind of seen like a flash like flashes of um memories and i and i just freaked i was like so no.
0: yeah so to give the audience context right let's break it down because i think i know what you're saying what? The question they're asking in this next clip is, I would support my child if they decided to become a stripper.
2: And again, this is where Celeste and I butt heads. I didn't have, like, the greatest, like, upbringing. My mom was pretty terrible to me. My, everybody was, like, you know? So I grew up kind of, like, loner. Oh, my gosh, they even think about, like, my daughter. I feel like I'm there. Like, I feel like she can do so much more than dancing than what I'm doing. I'm not saying that stripping is bad because it pays my bills and there's beautiful women that you meet and they're there because they're single moms, but I just feel like my daughter would, she, there's something so much better that she can do than this. I mean, I didn't have a bad childhood and I ended up in something like
0: this. I was actually very well supported my entire life as a child and given every opportunity. And I still did it. And it was my choice.
2: But this is something that you're not going to be able to do. I was like, no, there's no way. And I brought up my my
1: childhood. And you're like, well, I didn't have a bad childhood. And I ended up in something like this, which I understand that like you would be upset because I said, I don't want you to do something like this. It's just, it's so hyper-sexualized. And, and I know we, we actually uh, disagreed about the sex worker and, and not being a sex worker. And I, I, to me, I was like, I, I'm not a sex worker because I'm not having sex. But then we actually fall underneath that category. And I actually see myself more as an entertainer because we're putting up like a, person- a persona. And just to, like, sexualize, like, my like, imagine my daughter at the time, she's six like imagining her in her underwear and, and that, no, I just, right. Like, even now, was like <laughs> Totally.
0: And, and then I can also see how, because right before that, we were talking about the bad sexual assault, sexual harassment experiences you're having at work and yeah. we're, they're asking that question to a person who also has a child so I can really understand yeah. like right in this moment how blurred that must have gotten
1: for you uh, yeah you know I was trying to respect everybody else's like um experiences and I didn't I didn't want to be I didn't want to discredit anybody because I was yeah I wanted, I wanted I wanted to
0: learn one of the things that I wanted to clear with you is that when you said oh well the DJ plays favoritisms whether or not he can grab the girls and I was so indignant um and I look at that behavior and I'm like
1: yeah and and I seen you and and Scarlett kind of make eye contact like no she's wrong so I'm looking at Scarlett these girls really are like crediting me, but they, they, they don't know it's real. Yeah. And
0: I, yeah. And I look at that response now and I'm like, well, how dare I do that to her? How dare I, um, minimize what happened to you? Thank
1: you. How dare
0: I? Yeah. Um, and I think, and just to explain my standpoint, which it's not an excuse is that, um, no, I felt like I feel like we're put on display by these people a lot of times and and to be like and to ask questions that make us be like, "Yeah, see, like stripping is bad, yeah and I think in that moment, mm-hmm. I was
1: like, it's just you're just yeah. trying to prove the point that what we're doing is bad and, and it bothered me. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely like one thousand percent right. Because when I when I got home, I told my sister. Actually, no, I over the phone, I called my sister. I was like, the questions weren't really like what what they were on the phone because I was pro. Like I, I was like, I wanna be. I wanna show everybody that it's empowering and and that we're strong. Like because we go in there and we face sexual harassment. We face people that are gonna like like Ashley said when when they're in the street and. They will attack you. You don't have protection, and and uh, you're you're one thousand percent right. The questions were more focused on um, to see if they could get like a negative response, yeah. and I could understand why why you would have felt like, "Hey, no, like to don't don't say that." Like, yeah, but
0: it wasn't. Yeah, like I said, it, it's where I was coming from, but it's not an excuse to my reaction to your story. You know, um yeah, so I just I wanna make sure everybody understands because and then right after that they were like, Do you, would you want your kid to do this? <laughs> like right after that, and you're like, Hell no.
1: No, I ran. I was like, dude, like I because I I drink on the job, like I'm I'm in a two-piece and I'm in a in a pool. I'm like, no, there's no way that I could picture my six-year-old doing this. Like I need to bust my my ass right now and, and work and work and work and provide so that she can just have a better life even even not just saying like oh a better life but even from I picture like my childhood and, and that's all I've ever known like I grew up and I'm growing up and I'm still learning and and I'm trying to run as far as I can from bad experiences but yeah. I recognize that the job that I'm in um we're really like not not protected we're we're not protected right. even by the cops if if somebody assaults us on the job or whatever it's it's pretty much like why you brought it up upon yourself like you you're you're a sex worker like you know like they they don't look at us as anything greater there's so many stories of of people of girls getting attacked and the cops don't do anything and and that happened to me um that happened to me and they brushed me off like and I called the cops I was like dude what the hell he attacked me like he literally attacked me outside of work like he he put his like you know he attacked me and they didn't do nothing nothing at all like nothing so um I I I understand like how there's so many negative light towards being a stripper but there's so much positive too because I have my own schedule and and I'm learning to love myself, and I couldn't do that before. Like I couldn't look at my body, I couldn't even wear a two-piece before. And and now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, it's I'm fine, I'm okay. It's like uh, uh, I I feel like being a dancer and a uh, entertainer is is you you do have to be really really strong to do something like that. You you have to you have to. Um, but yeah, you're you're right. You're right. They didn't really. Give us any any question. Like they didn't ask us things to kind of bring out the positive side of being a gentleman.
0: I think they think they did. I think they think they did. But but like what happened between you and I, and also like it's edited a certain way. Like there are th- there are other things that that we had said to each other. That that, were yeah, cut out. Mm-hmm. yeah, that were cut out. And so contextually, I really. Like I did look like an asshole. I did, you know, I, and I also i am like, okay, every single comment hates me, every single comment. So there has to be something I need to examine here, you know, um, because literally the comments are like, I love everyone in this video except for Anne-Marie, like hundreds of comments like that. And so no. I'm like, yeah. And so, and, and, but I think my favorite part about it is that, Those comments and people reaching out to you, right?
1: Yeah, kind of what prompted you to reach out to me. Yeah, because I didn't notice the comments that were like that until I was receiving messages like, "Oh, I hope that." that." Actually, some of the comments had made me cry too, because they were like, "Oh, what is it? Rockabye baby reminds me of you so much," and I kind of started falling, and that's how I kind of just started going through the messages and I was receiving messages and I seen a lot of the negative comments um towards you and I just felt like like I felt like at the end of it we you even you even at the end of the show you you were even like um I wanna hug you like I know we disagreed but like we we had a respect for each other. We had a I don't think we we walked out of there with bad blood. I no. didn't No, and, I didn't. and you didn't and you didn't because after the video, you you showed like so much respect, and and I I love that about you. And so when I seen seen the comments, I I did reach out to you. I was like, hey, like I'm sorry, like if um like if I offended you too, or if I had said anything um wrong, and I just didn't want to see any other comments like that either, because I feel like you still had so much more to say. I feel like you're Answers were like no, but I feel like there was more towards your answer that wasn't that you weren't able to really say on the video because we were working with such like a small amount of time. Yeah. Now that I'm older, I'm like I see a lot of things like like that, and and then I think about it later on when I'm home. I'm like, but I didn't tell them why. Like I felt like that, so I can understand why I would look like a like a jerk. Like. Like, um, yeah,
0: you, to me, it, it, I did see the, um, that I have more experience in general. I mean, I'm, what it doesn't look like to most people is I'm about to be 40. Um, I've been, I was a stripper for 18 years, and I knew that everyone in the room hadn't stripped as long as me. Mm-hmm. And and so I just have more experience having these conversations and living in th- this lifestyle.
1: Are you still dancing?
0: No, I'm not dancing right now, um, because I because of my accident. So I don't know if you I don't know if you know, but that day we were filming, my foot was killing me, and I'm I'm I have I was a partial foot amputee at the time, and they oh. had us standing all day. We were standing, and it was hot yeah it was so hot yeah yeah, and if you watch that video i'm like walking a certain way because like my foot was killing me um so i a few months before like probably six months before we shot that i had lost half of my foot in an automobile accident Mm -hmm. no it's okay so i've and and now i'm i've had more surgery since then but that we don't need to get into that, but my point okay. is no, I'm not dancing now. And because I'm a union coordinator for strippers, uh-huh. I am. Um, I would not get hired anywhere because I'm basically. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. so
1: yeah. You're, you're helping us too. Yeah. You're us voice, like, and and thank you so much for that. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for for bringing us a voice, like being so vocal about our rights and that we do have rights and that we are human and that we do deserve like equal treatment but even like just thank you for what you're doing thank you yeah i understand why you were so passionate about so you understand now yeah because you didn't know any of that yeah i didn't know so when i was saying like i wouldn't support you like no and and then when when the, the sexual harassment with well, like the DJs, cause it's a real thing. And it even happens with managers, but then there's also like really beautiful freaking DJs that I love. And, and that's, Oh my gosh. Like, I don't know what I would do without them. Because I wouldn't make money without them. Yeah. Um, but you do have to tip them or I'll say they, they will not like, they will not put you on stage and they will, they won't put on your songs. And I know and if you're not flirty. If you're not giving the money, then you have to be flirty. And if you're not being flirty, then it's not going to happen. Um, so I understand how we, we kind of like bumped heads with that, but that's why I wanted to know like your your side of the story and like your your point of view and, and I found out that you're like an advocate for strippers and thank you thank you for that. Thank yeah, you're
0: me. welcome. And and I felt and I always feel a level of responsibility when I'm speaking for strippers and sex workers, and I knew that that was going to be a highly viewed video. And mm-hmm. um, and at the end of the day, regardless of what the civilians and the comments think, I know I did as much as I could for the community that I represent. And that's what really matters to me. Um, and so when, when that question was asked, would you support your child if they chose this line of work? And you mm-hmm. said no. And I said, absolutely, mm-hmm. yes. Um, my response to you was to basically... I think the reason why the majority of the comments were cited with you specifically on that topic was because the general consensus is that stripping is bad and that you have to do everything you can to keep your daughter off the pole. Mm-hmm. And what I saw in your comment was a perpetuation of what I thought Find to be a false narrative I think it's a damaging narrative I think that it it perpetuates the message that we should control our females choices of what they do with their body yeah and and that's where I was coming from in hearing and then it being validated by a stripper that they would never want their child to strip perpetuates the message that media And other like, you know, locker room jokes are that you don't ever want your child to do that. And when being said by another stripper, it's just like so validating for the general consensus. And my point was to be like, she should be free to make her own choices. And you should always support your child in making choices with whatever they want to do with their body. And that was my point
1: yeah i feel I feel like until we're protected mm-hmm. until until we're we're treated equally until we're not looked down upon then but even even then I just feel like i've been i just I'm sorry but i still I just still can't picture it. I just would want to have my daughter be confident, but without her uh thinking that she has to um show herself to to make money if her, if her head is not in the right place yet because mm-hmm. I feel like her head is not really in the right place yet and a lot of the things that I do um not even just stripping but like taking pictures like but even even butt pictures because I take butt pictures on Instagram I know they're I, hot by the
0: way I've I
1: saw them thank you, <laughs> you and yeah. get I get paid to take pictures and to do videos and even just doing that alone I get judged for it and, yeah and and even with my family, like before I started dancing, it was just this big deal. Like you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to um take pictures like that. And that's bad. You're a whore. Like you're a hoe. And and uh, like you said, Instagram, I don't I don't get that type of treatment, like really. I have more like mostly positive messages and they're so nice to me. Like I love them so much, but um as far as, like, body-wise, I feel like that's just, like, a worldwide issue. Like, there's a lot of people that have problems with us being confident and, and showing ourselves, and they try to exploit us in a way, too. Like, they're they're bringing it on to, like, children, like, at an early age. Even the yeah. Disney Channel and stuff, they're ha- they're sexualizing them, like, making the people, like, the kids kiss, before, like, kiss and stuff, and they didn't do that before, and now they're doing it. It's just... Yeah. Uh, that question's still, like... I still feel like
0: oh no. There's a clip where I say to the other woman, not Violet and not you. I can't remember her name right
1: Ashley.
0: now. Ashley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So whether or not you want them to do it is is two different things. But if they yeah. did it, would you support them or would you do what your family is doing, which is like you shouldn't do that. You're a whore, which is um, the opposite of supporting. Well, my
1: cousins, my cousins are doing that. So like okay. my cousins my cousins are the ones that are just like Lord, she's so bad for this and stuff but my mom I actually told my mom before I, I decided to do it and and my sister and my brothers, and it's so crazy because I was all like I'm I'm a, I'm a person that's like I don't want anybody to have any type of anything on me or any type of dirt or say mm-hmm. oh yeah like I seen her at the strip do you know that your daughter's dancing um so what I did was I had always joked around about becoming a stripper and And I heard the song Get Up Tent by Cardi B. So I, before I started dancing, and she's like, um, I, I, okay, she said, she said, I said, stripping, not fuck, don't get it confused. So I was like, you know what, stripping, it doesn't sound like it would be bad, but she's making money. So, and I was looking at a car dealership hours straight like my feet were so swollen I wasn't spending time with my daughter my daughter was having a hard time at school and her teacher had pulled me to the side and said hey your daughter like she seems very withdrawn and she's not she's not playing with the kids he doesn't want to play is there something going on at home I told her yeah I'm working a lot because I had just left my husband at the time and I was a single mom and I started just working my ass off because I wanted a car, I wanted a house, I wanted to provide for my daughter, I wanted to do it all. But at the same time, I was like neglecting my daughter with time, like without giving her time. And yeah. as, soon as I started dancing, it was just the weekends, and I was making so much money. And I was like, dude, like how is this happening? I'm taking my daughter to, um, get like, I don't know, like vacation time. And I never had that as a kid, so. I'm absolutely so grateful that there is a job like this. And I love selling cars, but with my daughter, it gave me the time, it gave me the schedule, it gave me the money, it gave me the independence. I left my baby daddy and I was like, how in the hell did I rely on him to tell me that it, like, when I'm beautiful and when I'm not? Like I started dancing and I felt beautiful. Like I feel so good. And, and there was guys that would come in and not all of them were jerks. Like there's some really decent guys out there. And, and they just want to talk and I would sit there and talk and they would tell me their story and I just felt good even talking to them. I think you made a comment about that too, about kind of being like a therapist at the same time. I think you said that it's like, and and it's true because not only are we helping, like other people really are helping other people, like whether they want to recognize it or not, there are guys that go in there and they do lose their wives or whatever and they, and we make them feel special and they make us feel special. Yeah. And and, and it's only like human, like, you know, to, to feel like a, a connection like that too. But, um, I feel like I have a lot of things that I need to work on as a person and I don't know it all and I'm learning. And I feel like that's why I wanted to like speak to you because I, I, I sensed that you were, that you were, that you're a good person. Like I sense, or I sense that your intentions were good, even though we have different experiences and different, uh. Points of views and and even today we still won't agree on the yeah. whole kids like yeah. we, won't, but we have like a mutual like respect for one for one another um I I, I love dancing I, <laughs> <laughs> so I. I know like, I like it even though I look like a lunatic and I don't know like really what I'm doing like I, I, love it. That. I um, like I like being empowered and 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 that in that way but there are people that just fuck it up i'm sorry but yeah no you're right Um, yeah
0: yeah. and and that is therein lies the duality of this work is that it can be so freeing and blossoming and Mm eye-opening and um enriching in one aspect and then on the other side of the coin were being stolen from and assaulted and exactly. uh-huh. yeah so it's yeah. very like and that's like it's like well why do you do it it's because the the reward is worth the bullshit i put up
1: yeah yeah like the even just the working twice three times out of the week like come on who's gonna work like two three times out of the week and and make enough money to pay their car the rent yeah spend time with their daughter. take them For vacays. Yeah, and like
0: you said, it's not just the money. It's that that the way you make the money affords you the time to continue doing what you love in life, you know? And so, and, and you also touched on the intimacy factor and that you meet interesting and nice people. And like, there's just so many positives. And then there are these really, really opposite end negatives. There's all kinds of things to learn as a new sex worker. And because... New sex workers start off as civilians and all of us, all of us are trained and conditioned. And the more you start to do this, the work, the more you start to understand a, the, the bullshit comments and, yeah. um, B, like how to think and feel around other types of sex work like that starts to develop as well. Because we're all kind of conditioned to think that there are levels of being that are better than others. Whereas yeah. the way I see it is there's nothing that's better than anyone else. It's what your choice yeah. is that you do with your body.
1: I'm glad that we spoke about it and yeah. and that your that your voice for, for strippers and
0: I am beyond ecstatic that you reached out to me. I was so moved by your phone call to me that you had the courage to just like just put this all on the table um and I have been looking forward to having this conversation with you ever since that day um and so yeah I'm just so in awe of you continuously so thank you want to be fabulous just like these strippers pay attention it's stripper tips be ready just
1: be ready for a lot of home like a lot of people coming at you but like Anna Marie said like um don't let any of those comments affect you and and we're human too and we're all here for the same reason we're all trying to survive and I feel like stripping is is not all that bad but there's a lot of things that you do have to learn and and I think one of them is self-love first firstly is self-love and I'm trying to learn that and I and through stripping, it has taught me that I need to learn how to really just love myself unconditionally. I think self love is like really important yeah. for any, for friends. Like, if you want to be a stripper, you better love yourself. Yeah, good one.
0: Get ready for our rapid fire question round. It's time for four for one. Okay, first question What's your favorite genre of porn to watch?
1: Oh my god! And then I have to admit that I actually watched. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. Oh, that's hard. I like like the hard porn. Like hard porn. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What's the sexiest animal alive? Um, the betta fishes. They're so beautiful. Does that count a fish? The yeah, sure. Or um, a leopard? A leopard or a better, a butterfish? A betta fish, like yeah. a fighting fish. Okay. A betta. Look that up. Beautiful. Right. They're beautiful. They're All so right. beautiful. I love and it. And a peacock. I actually have like a, a peacock. Oh my gosh, a peacock, a leopard, and a betta fish. <laughs> love it.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Okay. Have you ever flashed a window cleaner from the 30th floor of a high rise and then asked your friends to join you?
1: Can you repeat the question?
0: <laughs> Have you ever flashed a window cleaner from the 30th floor of a high-rise building and then asked your friends to join in on the fun?
1: Oh my gosh, no, but I would do it if I drink enough shots. Yes, let's do it.
0: <laughs> Last one. How many pairs of shoes do you own?
1: Oh, wow. Um, I would show you, but I feel like it's so tacky to pick it up. I, I own two... Too many, probably. I I'd say, no, not too many. I'd, I'd say like around fifty to sixty, but I only wear like three pairs. I know, right? I know. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I just
0: have them there to look pretty. Like, what is this? Yeah, I know. Yeah. like a collection, but you only wear like the three. Yeah. Same. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's. A, I think it's like an aesthetic thing. Like you just want to look at them, and they look so pretty. And you're like, I already spend money on them. Why am I gonna throw them away? Yeah. But I only wear like three out of. I, don't, I um, hear you same
0: um so celeste can you tell everyone how to find out more about you and how to follow you and
1: and well you can follow me on instagram at celeste hello C E L E S T E H E L L O O O. um they deactivated my account the first one um because I guess the pictures I was posting was inappropriate. But Kim Kardashian posts butt-naked pictures, so I don't know why they're coming out. Yeah, now. it's um, a whole thing. I could tell you about that on
0: another call. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it's crazy. And I didn't even post, like, no nudes or no nothing. I'm like, yeah, how Instagram really said that. I don't know. They took my account. It's pretty I'm messed up. Sorry. That's a whole other talk. I get bitter yeah. about it. Yeah, I'm yeah, no <laughs> kidding. But just Instagram, yeah. Okay, great um well, thank
0: you so much again and thank you all of our listeners this is such an important episode such an important episode
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and it, it wouldn't be possible without you celeste thank you so oh, much.
1: thank you no thank you i'm glad that we that we spoke and me too Thank you. Yeah,
0: you're welcome. Thanks. All right. Stay cool out there, guys. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Hey, guess what? We're now accepting four-for-one submissions from our listeners. You can send them in via Instagram at Yes, Podcast or on Twitter at Yes, A Stripper Pod. Make sure to follow all the things and email any questions or concerns to Yes, A Stripper at gmail.com. Tune in every Wednesday. See you soon.